and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I got a lot of you having our next guest on the show has been uh, on the to-do list for us for a while because there's been so much content that he's been putting out there that we wanted to ask him about. Um, so we welcome into the program here on the Burns and Gambo Show. We welcome back from the San Jose Mercury News, Pac-12 Insider, John Wilner, who joins us here on Burns and Gambo. John, good to have you back on the airwaves, man. How are you doing today? Uh, good. Thanks for having me. I uh, love having you on. Uh, best Pac-12 uh, writer out there for sure. And let I, I want to ask you about Iguano and ASU and U of A, but let me, let me just see. Is there any update on the future of the Pac-12? I know you wrote about the Big 12 deal and that the Pac-12 may be able to get even more money than that. But with UCLA and USC leaving and, and other uh, conferences maybe trying to you know grab some of these uh, schools, we've talked Arizona and Arizona State. Have you heard? Is there any update on what the future of the Pac-12 is? No, not really. But I think we'll know something soon. You know, all signs. It's it, it's never official until they have signed a contract, right? But right. The best guess is that the ten schools are in fact going to stick together. Uh, at least for the next six, eight years. Uh, I think we're going to know more later in November. There's an important meeting at the University of California Board of Regents uh, in two weeks, and I think they're going to decide uh, UCLA's fate at that point. And then once the Pac-12 knows what is happening with UCLA, I think things could move pretty quickly in terms of signing a new uh, TV contract. The in, the Gonzaga story was interesting to me. Gonzaga maybe to the Big Twelve. They're a basketball uh, powerhouse, and the Big Twelve is a is a good basketball brand. And, but the Pac twelve is a good basketball brand too. Would, would that have any bearing on what happens in the Pac twelve or no? No, I, I mean I don't think that's going to have any bearing on whether the Pac twelve schools stick together. Certainly, if they do stick together. Adding Gonzaga would, would be an option. You know, there's a bunch of expansion options. They could add Gonzaga as a basketball-only school. They could add San Diego State. Uh, they could add, you know, they could try to get into Texas and add SMU. So there's a lot of expansion options, but that's kind of secondary to whether the, the 10 schools are going to, to stick together. And Gonzaga's situation doesn't really impact that. And, you know, the pac is talking to Gonzaga also. It's just... They're not making it public, right? The Big 12's not doing anything special. Yeah. The, the last question on this, because I, I know you'll have insight on this. At this point, are we still kind of operating under the premise that the bulk of the media rights will go to an Apple or an Amazon streaming type company? Or are we still looking at some traditional broadcast mixed in with this as well, John? No, I think that there's going to be a mix. Uh, I, I think that the best guess is that there's a a split like 50% ESPN 50% Amazon or maybe maybe some of that goes to Apple too maybe some of ESPN's goes to Fox but it's not going to all be on Amazon or Apple they they're not going to do that they recognize the importance of having you know a traditional media company uh you know cable uh over the air television access that kind of thing uh, exactly how it's going to get broken down, I don't know, and that's a big part of the discussions that they're having. It's a big part of how much money they're going to end up getting. 
Okay. Yeah. The fear here, you know, with, with ASU and U of A in our back uh, backyard was just simply that after USC and UCLA left, that Oregon and Washington would soon follow. And it doesn't look right now that they have anywhere to go. Is that is that correct? Yeah, no, the Big Ten, all indications are that the Big Ten is probably not going to add any more teams right now. And so if that's the case, Oregon and Washington don't really have a place to go. Now, again, it is not final until the contracts are signed, but my sense is that the Big Ten is done expanding for now and probably done expanding for you know, the rest of this decade, you know, once their new, their current, once the contract they just signed expires in 2030, they may try to expand again. But, but it seems like they're done. And so Oregon and Washington are going to be part of the Pac-12 in whatever shape and form it takes. John Wilner from the San Jose Mercury News, Pac-12 Insider, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. All right, all of that is fine and well. I wanted to ask you about your prediction that ASU is going to go to a bowl game this year because I read that a couple days ago, and I'm like, oh, we got to talk to John about that. You you are predicting a possible upset this week for ASU over UCLA and maybe using that as a springboard to get into any kind of bowl game. Tell me what kind of led you to make that prediction, John. Yeah, I think ASU is going to win the game Saturday night. Um, wow. You know, a combination of two things, really. One is, you know, UCLA is a little bit vulnerable. They don't have a great defense. And, you know, I, I think that this is the kind of game where they could maybe not play with a maximum sense of urgency, right? Their opponent's under 500, and they just got ranked in the playoff rankings, and they're coming off a big home win. So they're a little bit vulnerable, and they're vulnerable on the road with, with a pretty wobbly defense. Uh, at the same time, ASU has got they got some good players, right? I mean, yes. they're not a top tier team, but they have, especially at the skill positions, they got players who can who could score touchdowns, and you, you match that with the way uh, Borges been playing in his last couple starts or his only starts, right? I mean, I thought he should have played at Stanford. He, he should have, But yeah. they've been, you know, tearing it up with him. They got they got good running backs. They got good pass catchers. So I think ASU's going to score on him. And then it becomes a shootout, right? And UCLA's defense is good. ASU's, or UCLA's offense is good. US, uh, ASU's defense is very good. It's going to be like... 42-35, somebody, and I think ASU's got a great chance to win. Yeah, two great running backs in this game, and the validate kid for ASU, the transfer that they got has been fantastic. Sean Aguano, he, he's a little bit of a legend here, having won a bunch of championships in high school as the head coach at Chandler. Now, the reason why I think if he wins this game against UCLA, I think he's the head coach, but ASU has tried everything, John. They went with the old, proven guy that won in Dennis Erickson. They went with the young up-and-comer with Dirk Cutter. They went with the middle team guy in Todd Graham. They went outside the box with Herm Edwards. This is the one area they haven't tried is the, the local guy who knows the market better than anybody can recruit here and has had a lot of success. Do you think Sean Aguano has a legitimate shot to be their coach? You know, I don't know if that is answerable now. They, there's still a bunch of important games left. Uh, he, it may be that the next few weeks lead in that direction. I don't know. Uh, the way I look at it for ASU is, uh, and the way I think ASU should look at it, is they should put themselves in Arizona's position and say, 
What head coach is going to make Arizona football nervous? What head coach is going to make Arizona football sit back and smile, right? And I think that you could probably come up with a list of names under both categories. And if I'm ASU, I hire the guy that Arizona doesn't want you to hire. But can they get that guy? Like, that might be Deion Sanders. They're not going to get him. I don't know that this is, you know, the Auburn job is available. ASU's probably the fourth or fifth best job that's available right now. Is, you know, are they good enough? Or And, and with, the, with everything that's happening with the investigation, can they lure that type of guy here to Tempe? I don't know. A lot does depend on when they get their notice of allegations and how severe the sanctions are. It also depends on how much money Michael Crow is willing to spend. So, uh, you know, if, if the sanctions are, are limited and they know before they hire a coach, you know, that's going to be the timing and that's going to be very tricky. They, they put themselves in a little bit of a bind here. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But they certainly, you know, if they're willing to spend the money, they, they've got a good chance to hire somebody that would, you know, cause Arizona to squirm a little bit. Last one for you for John Wilner here from the San Jose Mercury News. Are you surprised Ray Anderson is still the VP of Athletics at ASU, John? Nothing surprises me with the way ASU goes about its business uh, on the athletic front. Wow. Yeah, us too. Us too. Us too. Us too. We, we, are, we are all in the same boat on that one, Sean. Hey, listen, we appreciate your time, as always, especially on short notice. Thanks for coming on. We always enjoy reading your stuff, talking about your stuff on the air. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks, John.